Hi. I'm Linda. And I'm Melissa. And this is episode 47 after a very long break of Louisville, not Kentucky. And it's a very special episode. Why is that? Why is that? You tell us. Uh, well, after our very long break, it's our first episode back and likely our last for another very long <laughs> break. <laughs> Whereas... This last break was two months. The next one's probably be like ten months. Yeah. Yeah. And why is that? Uh, like we announced in our last episode, I'm moving to Boston, and that's happening on Saturday. So. So it's our farewell for now episode <laughs> of Louisville, not Kentucky. Very, yeah. Exactly. So what are you drinking, Linda? I. Why don't you tell me first what you're drinking? <laughs> I am drinking brandy, which I can count on probably one hand the number of times I've had brandy. But this is very special brandy because it is distilled right here in Louisville. It is Copper and King's Brandy that opened up in the Butchertown neighborhood. Um, it's a small batch American craft brandy, and it is tasty. And I'm looking forward to drinking it during the winter when it will warm my cockles right now. It's kind of making me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really good. I offered you ice. I know, but I you're nothing not about supposed to drink. Yeah. <laughs> you do what you want. Yeah. Yours looks much more refreshing. Yes, it is. I'm having a um, Stiegel Stiegel Rodler again, with uh, it's beer with fruit soda, malt beverage specialty. Uh, it's like grapefruit soda beer, grapefruit beer soda with a shot of tequila in it, because. That is delicious. As I discovered <laughs> recently um, at Barrett Bar, oh. where I was with some of Gabe's co-workers and um, former, well, a previous Louisville, not Kentucky guest, uh, Barbell Sarah Havens. Yes. And she got hers with rum, and it wasn't a good kind of rum. <laughs> it wasn't very good. Gabe got his with tequila, and that was much better. It gives you a little kick, because this is really just like soda. I mean, right. like four of these, which is what <laughs> how it comes in a pack. Uh, and Where do you get them? I think. Uh, I think they sell them at Value Market, and I believe Old Town has them as well. Yeah, hmm. so. <clears throat> well, you've kind of given us a good lead-in to mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, uh, the big story in Louisville this week, which that was my is plan. <laughs> nicely done, <laughs> nicely done. Yeah, that was a weird night. I actually bumped into you all that night, yeah. and it was a big Louisville media meetup without actually being planned. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm sure anybody who's tapped into Louisville media or Louisville in general knows that um, on Friday the Leo Weekly changed hands in a long-anticipated move from being owned by Southcom in Nashville, which owns a number, it's a conglomerate, kind of like Gannett owns a bunch Mm -hmm. of newspapers, um, to a local owner. And we were really excited about that because he is the son of the founder Mm -hmm. of the owner, son of the founder of Leo Weekly, John Yarmouth, Mm -hmm. who is now, of course, our senator. Um, and people were really, really happy that Aaron Yarmouth bought or was planning on buying it. Mm-hmm. And so finally on Friday, um, he did buy it and he promptly laid off said barbell, mm-hmm. Sarah Havens, Boo. and uh, fairly recently acquired staff writer, but who is fantastic, yeah. um, April Corbin. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and of course, uh, the Twitterati kind of went nuts about this, and so did um, you know a lot of people in Louisville. It was a, a blow. It happened to be Sarah Haven's fifteenth anniversary yeah. of the day that she was hired for Leo, so yeah. it was kind of a double whammy for her. Um, after you know all of Louisville stewed over over this all weekend long. Uh, we came to work in the morning and found out that Aaron uh, Yarmouth had convened an office meeting with all the remaining staff, which amounts to about eight people now, which mm-hmm. actually makes it like way smaller than inside of Louisville. Um, and uh, to find out that Joe Sanka, uh, who's the political writer right. there and political editor maybe, um, refused to sign his contract. And gave him a list of demands, and the demands were um, that he hire two new editorial people, mm-hmm. with a third one to be hired by the end of the year. Um, that he hire a, a, another marketing person in order to up the ad sales, and that he fire the publisher, um, who was kind of a partner with Aaron in this in this business. Yeah. And then he walked out of the meeting, um, which left only one editorial person behind. That was Peter Berkowitz, mm-hmm. who's the culture and music editor there. And uh, Peter said, well, if I'm going to be the only editorial <laughs> staff, I don't want any piece of this. And he followed Joe out the room. So they both refused to sign their contact contracts, which is a standard thing when it comes under new ownership. You get new contracts. Mm-hmm. They refused to sign their contracts. And currently, they are not employed by Leo oh, Weekly yeah. anymore. Yeah. Which means that they are going to press tomorrow with no editorial staff. Um, only, well, that's not true. They have an art editor who is still on staff and did sign her contract, I believe. And then they have about three unpaid interns on the editorial staff, right. um, at least one of whom did return to work today. <sighs> so, our beloved Alt Weekly is. Um, Falling apart. But be honest, did you read Lilio? No. No. Not I picked really. it up occasionally to see what events were happening. Yes. To prep for the podcast and to see uh, what the barbell had to say. Yes. And, and if there was a compelling cover article. Yeah. I did that. Certainly any time that I was like, you know, at a coffee shop and waiting for somebody, that would be the first thing I sought out would be a copy of the Leo. But did I seek it out every week? No. no. Um, which is actually no slight against the Leo, except for the fact that I consume so much of my news online. Yeah. And their online presence has been mm. crap, and everybody there knows it, and yeah. it has known it for a long time. Um, so it just wasn't convenient for me. Um, that being said, and again, these are my opinions, not the opinions of Insider Louisville or anybody <laughs> that I represent, but... Um, Aaron Yarmouth has proceeded to give a series of interviews um, <clears throat> to FPL, to um, the CJ, and live on air with Terry Miners today, mm-hmm. in which every every subsequent interview is really more embarrassing. Um, <laughs> the CJ finally picked up on the story. They hadn't written about, a word about it on Friday or over the weekend, they, they published something, I think, at like 5 o'clock today, where they did interview him, and um, I'm sure this was meant sort of as a jab to him, but the final couple of paragraphs talks about how um, Yarmouth's favorite movie is the 1981 Dudley Moore movie, Arthur, 
And his favorite movie quote is something like, you've got to have fun and everything's about having fun. Why else would you be alive? Or something like that. Um, and what's embarrassing about that is not only is it a terrible movie, <laughs> it was a terrible movie in 1981 and it does not hold up. It's misogynistic. He's a, uh, awful. Um, but the premise of the movie is that, do you know this movie? No, I've never seen it. Okay. I'm not even sure. He is a, a British man who lives, I believe, like in the Plaza Hotel in, in New York. Oh, wait. He is, uh, has a, a ton of, he's a billionaire. He's inherited all of his money. Uh-huh. And he's a playboy. And he has, um, yeah, he's basically like a, a billionaire playboy living off of his family's family's money and notoriety um and has absolutely no ambitions and no like people skills and no (laughs) and no like life skills of his own he's like tended to by his butler and whatnot so probably not the best did they remake this recently yes with With russell brand Brand. okay that's why it sounds familiar all right so Um, i've heard of it Not the best movie to cite as your favorite movie no. if you're the son of John Yarmouth. No. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Awkward. So, <sighs> we, you know, there is no Schoedenfrodo, you know. Schadenfreude. Thank you. <laughs> At all with anybody in Louisville media, we all recognize the fact that we need an alt-weekly in Louisville that's strong and bold and taking new directions. We Everybody wants Leo to be successful. This is just very concerning. Yes. <clears throat> and I'm sad for the people that I know that no longer have I know. jobs, especially on the day of their 15th anniversary. Because I can't Can imagine, imagine working anywhere for 15 years. I so never have. So kudos to you, Sarah. Yes. Um, and I know they'll be, they'll be fine. And we love you. And in 10 months, we'll have you back on as guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to see what you're doing now. Um... But in all of this craziness, uh, there's a, I guess, a glimmer of, uh, I don't want to say joy, I don't know. Something exciting is happening, and that is that the Louisville News Doge tweeted. Yes. Which I didn't even know until you told me about. So, yeah, and the Louisville News Doge did tweet and said that uh, she's very upset and that there is more to come. Now, what we don't know is... You know, back, I don't know, four or five months ago when she retired, she did say she was passing on her identity to mm-hmm. another anonymous writer. Um, and we don't know, and she did say that that regime change has happened. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if this is the original Doge, which we hope it is, not that. Kind of hope it is. Yeah, because yeah. she was amazing. Um, or whether or not the regime regime change has actually occurred and we're going to have a new Doge. But um, we are anxiously. <laughs> anticipating the return of the Doge, um, especially in light of the current media environment uh, in Louisville. Yes. Well, <coughs> apart from media fun, what else have you been up to in these two long <laughs> I know, I could hardly remember. Um, mostly I have been enjoying probably the nicest summer we've had since I moved to Louisville. It's incredible. Literally the day that I moved to Louisville, which was July 1st, 2006, it was like 99 degrees. Hmm. And so unpacking the truck was awful. <laughs> not that different from New Orleans. No. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I mean, 
We definitely didn't pack in 99 degrees. <laughs> so I don't know, but it was awful. Um, and then the summer has been just mm-hmm. perfect, delightful. So I've been enjoying a lot of like outdoor activities. Um, things like um, crossing the Big Four Bridge and finally mm-hmm. exploring Jeffersonville by foot. Yes, we just did that on Saturday. Um, and I'm really excited to c- continue to do so. I was mm-hmm. not really hungry or thirsty when I crossed over, so I didn't. <laughs> avail myself of the many um, new rest, mostly new restaurants mm-hmm. and uh, bars and stuff that have opened there. Um, certainly Forecastle yes. was lovely and there was one day it was pretty hot and there was one day I consumed like six bottles of water and never peed. So I was just sweating out. That's concerning. I know. <laughs> I mean, I was just drenched in sweat, but I mean, it. no matter what, Forecastle is 99.9% of the time better than the heat of Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo mm. is a bare field where there's no shade mm. um, and it's usually in the 90s there so that was great. Um, but just walking around in general I've I've finally, this is so stupid but like I love podcasts but I ha- I've always had kind of a weird fear of headphones. I, like I'm afraid someone's gonna sneak up on me, or I'm not gonna hear a car if I'm walking around outside. Like okay, I'm, so only outside, or just also in my work? house. How does that work? Well, if I'm sitting, it's fine. But if I'm walking okay. around, I'm always afraid I'm not gonna hear so, somebody or some danger. So headphones while walking. Yes. Oh, and to specify, this is not just like all headphones. <laughs> no, headphones in general, while in motion. Afraid of like ear lice, if that's a thing. <laughs> ear mice. <laughs> Now I am. Thank <laughs> I you so much. I don't much. think that's real. I, eye mites are apparently a thing. I had a roommate who would not share eye makeup, which is fair because it's kind of gross. That's gross. But because <clears throat> she was afraid of eye mites. I never know. Anyway. That so, is something to Google later. No, probably not. Probably not. So, anyway, but I have learned yes. that if I leave one earpiece in, <laughs> I'm okay. So I have been doing a lot of walking around the neighborhood, listening to various podcasts, and getting some fresh air. So, in general, just overall, I have been enjoying the summer. Great. How about you? Are you listening to any specific podcasts? Pretty much your standard NPR fare, Stereo Lab, This American Life. I don't... Radio Lab? Yes. (laughs) Stereo Lab is a group. Yes. Um, What's the... What's the other one that's so good? Um... It's on like three o'clock on Saturdays on FPL. The Moth. I do listen to that, and I do listen to TED Radio Hours, but then you said this American Life begins in the nose. It's not Snapchat. Not Sound Opinions. Snap. Judgment. Judgment. Yes, (laughs) that's actually my probably my favorite. Except I don't really like the host. Huh. Because he has a story for everything, and I can't believe that they're all true. It's like some yeah. of the people who perform at The Moth. I'm like, you have yeah. a story for everything, and I can't believe that they're all true. Yeah, I know that uh, Gabe has, you know, they're supposed to tell a little story at the beginning, and sometimes I think it's been kind of a struggle. And, like, I try to think of stories for stuff, right. and I'm like, yeah, no, nah. <laughs> it's more like a line, like, I was proud that I ran a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Not a story. So yeah, I find it a little suspect as well. But I guess if you try hard, yeah, or just make it up. But the content's good. Yeah. So 
Cool. Anyway, what have you been up to? Um, well, let's see. Wow, apparently, from my notes, just been drinking. No. <laughs> we went to New York and Boston, a oh, place yeah. to live. Um, ate a lot of food in New York. Um, been packing <laughs> forever, it feels yeah. like, but really only like the last two weeks. <laughs> um, most recently, earlier this summer, we did a Louisville Hotel Bar Crawl, which I think we've mentioned a few times right. on the podcast. So we finally did it. Um, and we went to, well, let's see, the Brown, the Sealbach, two bars in the Brown, the Sealbach um, Sway, which is Samaria? the Hyatt. Hyatt, Hyatt. yes. Um, <coughs> 21C, and then two, Jockey Silks in the Gold House and Algae's in the Gold House. So that's six hotels, seven bars. Um, no. Set six, six. Wait, I missed something. It's eight bars. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can't count. Never I joined seven. up at Jockey Silks, so Never I seven. only get two, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of money. It was a lot of money. This is not a bar crawl to do if you're on a budget <laughs> or at all concerned about uh, your wallet. Um, it's like the most expensive bar crawl possible. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Could do without the um, the Hyatt. Right. Uh, but the other ones were mostly good. Algae's, the drink I got Algae's was garbage. It's disgusting. <laughs> it sprinkles on the... Oh, that's right. The heck. Um, well, you know, um, about a week after that, my college roommate came into town mm-hmm. and stayed at the Gold House. So I finally got to do the outdoor bar at the Gold House mm-hmm. by the pool. Mm-hmm. And that was really cheap. And it was like, you know, they were like tiki cocktail kind of, I think I had a rum punch or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, cheap. Well, it was like five bucks. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, we looked at that bar, but I mean, yeah, we only had one more to go. And I was like, right. Look. <laughs> Um, and then a couple weeks ago, uh, it was our friend's birthday, and we had dinner at Eiderdown, and then um, he's done this in the past, uh, gone to several of those little like corner bars oh, in Germantown. Yeah. And I remember very clearly biking through Germantown once <laughs> within like the first year or two that I was here before I had a car. I had to go like across town, and I, I went through, the bike paths kind of go through Germantown, and I was like, look at all these little bars that I could be visiting and like I'm sure they're all very you know unique and probably super cheap and they are (laughs) Uh, we went to I think the 19th hole which was yeah uh, really interesting Um, I don't know what the next place was called (laughs) there were about like less than 15 people in there and they were doing karaoke and it's oh. like if you wanted to sing a song right now right you could sing a song right now <laughs> so and then we went to Czechs, which was the opposite there was like an hour-long wait to do karaoke yeah um their food like if you like comfort food their yeah. food is super damn cheap they had well we got some onion rings and french fries the beer there they have like a wider selection other places were like but yeah. i know like um but they had like some some nicer beers, um, and the people were, they were like people like dancing with each other to the karaoke. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And then we went to Knock Bar. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, 
have to explore some new little pubs. Pubs. Mm. Yeah, corner bars, yeah, like bars. Yeah, neighborhood bars. neighborhood bars. Yeah. Um, so that was fun and new. Other than that, had a, our first cookout at Cherokee Park, which was that like was the nice. best day. Yeah, <laughs> it was we so did it much yesterday. fun. Yesterday, um, uh, it was an Argo Pie party, and um, I've never gone and had a cookout or grilled out at Cherokee Park. Which is now a tragedy because we had so much yeah, fun and we should great. do it. It's a potluck. I mean, I'm there like almost every day, like biking through or running or something, but I don't usually stop to hang out. And it's nice. It's good. It's cheap. Yep. <laughs> I had a little pickup band playing. Yeah. And, and if you have a ton of food left over, you can just go give it to some kids playing basketball. <laughs> you can some love-free cake. Right. Smart people who are afraid of strangers giving them food, that's who. <laughs> there are razor blades all over in that cake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Kentucky Kingdom opened this summer? Yeah. Have you been? Nope. You gonna go? Now that you're leaving, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, I haven't been swimming all summer long. <laughs> And I, I would really like to go. I, I heard there's a ball, like there, there's you can buy beer at in the oh. um, the water park, which kind of sounds like a bad idea, but yeah, kind of also fun. <laughs> uh, I love a water park, so it'll still be here when we come back. Did you see that somebody died at the quarry this summer? No. Yes. <laughs> which the one that we went to? Mm-hmm. That's not that surprising. Honestly, you can drink. It's mm-hmm. deep. There's like some, you know, significant jumps. Yeah. His friends were rocks. like, he was there and then he disappeared and we thought he just kind of wandered off and then they didn't, I believe they didn't report it. They thought he went home and then somebody later found his body. In the, like in the, I bet he wasn't using a floaty. That's <laughs> true. Was he drunk? Did they uh-huh. say? Well, that's really sad. Guess we'll have to go to the South Quarry. (laughs) I'm the worst. It's very disrespectful. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Melissa, what are you looking forward to? I am taking my first vacation in like two and a half years next week. I am going to Florida with my mother, which is a mixed bag but um i'll be on the beach Yay. and it's mostly free oh wow right i, really I mean complain. she bless her heart paid for my airfare and it's my aunt's condo nice so yeah um i am looking forward to reading all the books yes because i don't read anymore because i'm so busy writing all day so i'll be reading all the books and sitting by the pool and hopefully drinking some pina coladas um and then when i come back it's right right at the very beginning of the kentucky state fair which is always the best and i am heartbroken that you're not gonna be here because you're always my fair buddy i'm also heartbroken on friday i I wrote someone and i was like it was someone new to town who wanted to join our book club and i was like well i hope you go to the state fair it starts in a two weeks today. <laughs> I won't be here for it. 
Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to the fair and the duck slide and the deformed vegetables and the huge pumpkins and um, eating weird fried things that mm-hmm. I wouldn't normally eat. And I'm looking forward to the free concerts by Kenny Rogers, who I've never cool. seen live. And I'm curious to see in person how his plastic surgery has worked out for him. It's pretty awful. And then Joan Jett, who's a badass, um, is also playing a free concert. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, two of my absolute favorite bands slash performers are teaming up together at the Mercury Lounge on August 22nd. And that is uh, G-Love and Special Sauce Mm. and Keb Mo. And I have loved them both. I've seen them both live several times each. Um, but the idea that they're playing a concert together, I mean, they're not together, but you know, <laughs> they're sharing a bill. Um, that's like huge and exciting to me. Oh, so it's super exciting. What are you looking forward to? Well, I am really, I really am sad about not being here for the state fair. <laughs> Someone a couple weeks ago, one of my coworkers who's sort of been like, Oh, I'm going to come to the Louisville. It's like, When's the state fair? I'm like, I'm not gonna be here. He's like, it's, it's like for two days. I'm like, I'm, I will not be here. You cannot come. You could come, but I'm not gonna be here. So uh, I'm sad because I thought it was finally gonna happen, mm-hmm. but too late. Um, if I were here, I would really be looking forward to um, August's uh, Waterfront Wednesday. It's on the 27th, and the headliner uh, is Shovels and Rope. Um, and I, I have really nothing else to say about that except for they're a good band. And I don't really know them. I think they're from Nashville, but I'm not sure, which is why I don't have anything else to say about it. <laughs> except for I like them, and I would have loved to go to that show, especially if the weather was as it has been. Um, and apart from that, I am looking forward to like everything that is to come except for the part where... I have to move a lot of the things that are in this apartment into a minivan yeah. and then drive to Cambridge. Um, but it's an adventure, and that'll be fun. And are you doing that Friday night? Or Saturday. You are doing it Saturday? Because yes. if it was Friday night, I could help you. No. No. Okay. <laughs> we can just go drink on Friday night. But not too much, because i got to drive right. to Buffalo, New York. i going to spend a night in Buffalo. Why um, Buffalo? Because uh, it's kind of halfway. It's like eight hours. Is so. it really? Yeah. Well, it's a little more than halfway. Because then it's like six hours. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, and then... New life. New, new adventures. Ten month life. Meeting new people. What are you going to be doing while you're there? Um, auditing classes at Harvard. That's amazing. That's so exciting. <laughs> I... And do you, you don't have to pay for it. Nope. I can't even fathom that. Like, that's my ideal year. I mean, I don't get, like, credit for it or anything, but... No. You learn shit. I know. Yeah, it's okay. It's right, a podcast. it's a podcast. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, so I'm very excited uh, about just, like, being there and getting into it. Because the beginning and, like, the transitioning is always... Sure. ...tricky and sad and other feelings <laughs> do you know people in Boston um, um I have I know someone <clears throat> one person <laughs> two people 
Right. But, you know, we'll meet a bunch of, of other course. people in the fellowship. So, the fellowship. <laughs> like Lord of the Rings. Of the, of journalists. the journalists. <laughs> I'm sure no one's ever made that joke. Right. Well, uh, Melissa, what is melting your butter? Well, part of the whole beautiful weather summer has been um, enjoying, well, and a lot of other reasons too, but enjoying this summer's um, Shakespeare in the Park revival. I have been to all four plays that have been put on so far. There's four more to come. Yes. Um, I have been to all but one of them twice. Wow. <laughs> And it's not because I'm a fangirl, although I totally am. Um, it's mostly because, like, it's become my happy place. Like, mm. like sitting outside okay. in Central Park at night is just the most relaxing, zen place that I have found. It's, wow. The weather's been, every night I've chosen, the weather's been perfect. Um, I've been with friends. I've been alone. Um, and you know, not to mention the fact that the productions have all been phenomenal. Um, I went two nights ago to go see, well, it's too late for you to see it now, but, um, the Globe Players, which is the high school summer camp, Mm -hmm. um, production of Love's Labor's Labor's Lost. Um, and I'm not a fan of kids doing Shakespeare. Like, it always seems wonky and weird. But Brian Hind, who uh, directed it, decided in a freaking brilliant move to set it all in a summer camp Hmm. which actually made a lot of sense I mean it's supposed to be two kind of conflicting armies but instead it was like a a boys camp and a girls camp Um, you know and the the dynamics of that when you're 14 is feels like war you know it feels like challenge and whatever Um, I thought it was brilliant and so um this coming week, it's alternating um, Le Petamain Theatre Ensemble's Swan Song. This is their mm-hmm. final production ever, yeah. which makes me very sad, yeah. um, of As You Like It. And I want to say Savage, no, Walden Theatre's mm-hmm. Pericles. Okay. And then, uh, so... Lepetamine is Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Pericles is Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. The following week is Shoestring Theater production of Women of Will, which is a not an actual play. It's a conglomeration of, of female scenes and monologues from Shakespeare's plays. Mm-hmm. And then savager's leer which they put on in may uh-huh. which was one of the best shakespeare productions i've ever seen it'll be interesting to see how it translates to outside and i don't know what days they alternate so okay. look it up yeah but all summer long 56 productions they've had um or they will have um shakespeare in the park has melted my butter and <laughs> um become kind of like my happy place and i feel like a total fangirl and i guess i am that's awesome I went to see uh, Midsummer's Night Dream. Um, I think there's an owl that lives in that park. I tried to see it, but when I was going to find a seat, I heard something and I was like, wildlife? (laughs) There's definitely lots of bats. They were dive bombing the little kids this weekend. Oh my goodness. (laughs) No, thank you. So what's been melting your butter? Uh, Well, 
two things most recently <clears throat> this weekend. Um, I went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy, which is super, not super, well, superhero. Yeah, Marvel sci-fi Marvel universe movie um, with Chris Pratt, who plays Andy in Parks and Rec, and it's great. It's so I good. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, it's very silly, but it's a lot of fun. So I really like that new craft. Really? So, but yes. Oh my gosh! I would never have expected that. I had no idea. There's there's some tender moments Aww. in it, and I cry at tender. Is it between moments, the so. tree and the raccoon? I don't want to give anything away. Okay. <laughs> but maybe. Um, and then I made the mistake of starting to read um, the book Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn. Mainly because a couple weeks ago when we went to go see Planet of the Apes, I saw a preview for it, and I was like, what is this movie? What is this? I know this oh, is a book. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be a movie. Yeah, it's a movie, and, and Ben Affleck is in it. Um, and I was like, what is this? I don't want to wait and see the movie. I'm going to read the book. Um, the mistake of it was that it is a total, like, what I call an EP read book, which all you can do is... Uh, read the book, eat, and, and take pee. breaks to pee. Right. Um, so I finished <laughs> I'm it. I'm so stealing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I finished it uh, this evening. Um, I, I pretty much did nothing but yesterday, but read and like, yeah, I, I think I even kind of forgot to eat because we had the like going away party and I was eating a lot. I came home, did some packing. Oh, did you really? <laughs> and then I... Like, I was just reading, and I was, like, just lying on the floor reading, and I was like, I really have a headache. And I got up, and I was like, I really feel not good. I can't tell if it's because I ate too much or if I haven't eaten enough. <laughs> I think I just need to go to sleep. So I was not as productive as I might have liked to be in the, like, packing things because I, I, I read right. this book in, like, 48 hours. Can you give a... Spoiler-free synopsis. Um, husband and wife. Wife disappears on their fifth anniversary. Husband looks guilty, but is not. And who who did it? It's huh. very... It, it's more complex than that. It's very now, good. when you talked about it yesterday, when you mentioned it yesterday, I thought it was by the guy who wrote Mystic River. What was that? Gone Baby Gone? That's what that was called. I don't know. Yeah. This this is Bad Lady. Okay. Jillian Flynn, it came out in 2012. It's good, but don't start reading it if you have things to do. <laughs> you should read it on your vacation because it's yeah. a perfect... Yeah. But you took it out from the library, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's the, the library likes to give me the large print version of things, so I'm like, this book is like... 700 pages long? Why is this book so big? <laughs> I can't take this anywhere. Um, well, I think that's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> when you did, when we had things for you to listen to. Um, and maybe we'll be back. <laughs> and you know, not I'm. I cry every time I talk about Linda leaving, so I'm not gonna really. I'm not gonna cry this time. But um, Linda, but this is Linda's brainchild. I'm just here for for show. Um, <laughs> Linda, we're talking. We're talking. <laughs> uh, Linda has 
came up with the idea. Linda has engineered every single episode of the 47 episodes we've done. Um, so all credit for Louisville, not Kentucky, to Linda. And I I hope, I can't wait till she comes back. You're um, starting to cry. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> um, you know, Linda's been here been my friend for four years three years I moved here in 2009 okay so. and and from the day that I met you I loved you um, and she's been here through so many important moments in my life I I married her and Gabe um, she came with me to adopt my kitten <laughs> um, and uh, you know and bartender Gabe who is not here tonight um, was honestly one of my he was like probably my third friend here in louisville and i desperately adored him even long before he met linda and then when linda came here they adopted me and um i've always felt like they're you know kind of obnoxious child who's returned home (laughs) and is living with her parents um because they're both way more mature than i am even though they're a decade younger than i am um and I am so excited for this opportunity for both Gabe and for you. Um, and I will visit you, I promise. Um, I'm heartsick for myself. And I'm so sad for our combined friends. Um, and I'm so sad for FPL because I think they're losing somebody with for 10 months <laughs> with... Um, <laughs> incredible vision who has taken a station that I loved and turned it into the only station that I listened to. Um, So thank you. And I love you guys. Well, thank you for saying all of those nice things during which I did not know what to do with myself or my face. Um, A few just little notes. Uh, You said something about being friends with Gabe before he met me. Before, I think you met before, before you I met, met you. I, yeah. No, no, you were his. I am already. Fake, you were his fake girlfriend yes. in Africa. Real. <laughs> real. Always real. Um, and then also, just to be clear, Melissa does not actually live with us. She no, I over. don't. <laughs> but if they had a basement, I might move in. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, we do have an office. <laughs> it's pretty full of junk in there. So. Um, Thank you for podcasting with me and for being my friend. It's been an honor. Thank you all for listening to this super mushy (laughs) episode of Louisville, not Kentucky. Um, For the last time for a while, I'm Linda. And I'm Melissa. And this has been Louisville, not Kentucky, episode 47. Bye. Bye.